Welcome to the Jeremy Mullins Podcast, where we take a deep dive into different educational topics to help you optimize your life. I am Jeremy, your host, and I am back today with my co-host, Mr. Reno. How's it going? It's going. Hammering home the week. I've had two or three good podcasts. My clients are doing well. We're, you know, we're six weeks into the new year, so we're rocking and rolling. No, it's awesome. It seems like all the advisors are having a lot of success going into this year. It's yeah. Loving it. And, um, you know, we did a, it was cool. We had, it looked at this position paper from the ISSN that was looking at, you know, body composition and diets. And we, we used a little bit of that, the body composition um, podcast with Dr. Vic. And it was just a cool statement I said in there, which is good because it goes right with what, you know, I've been educating on the last decade. Like, it doesn't matter if you're high carb, low carb, eat six times a day, four times a day, you know, fill in the blank. It comes down to like, you know, if you have an isocaloric diet and the protein remains the same, that's the cool little point of it, that fat loss remains the same, right? So, you know, making sure that we're in that calorie deficit and hitting the optimal amount of protein, like that is where we need to be to see the fat loss and maintaining muscle tissue throughout this journey. And like you said, you know, the people in our little ecosystem and other advisors, like, man, there's a lot of people out there having success, which is awesome. Yeah. And you say it all the time. Um, simple is sexy, or in other words, just consistency is king. Um, I mean, that's proof right there, just on that paper. 100%. Now, today's topic, I think, works out really well. You know, it's not okay. We're not looking at research for this. It's it's going to be tips on traveling. And I think, uh, you know, <laughs> our, our spouses and, and, uh, others, um, you know, probably don't want us to be uh, semi-experts in, in this topic, but the reality is, you know, you and I both, you know, travel a lot, you know, for, for myself with First Form and the military and then you with the military. Um, and I think it's, you know, it was something I was noticing a lot in, in my trip in January, you know, kind of took a look at, you know, what people were doing. And I noticed it for myself because I had a kind of back-to-back trips to St. Louis. You know, one was with my with Katie and one was with my by myself. And I noticed with Katie, it was more for our awards banquet. So it, it was more of a, a fun trip, for lack of better terms. It was not a work trip, right? So we flew to Miami. In Miami, you know, we had uh, mimosas grab some lunch, you know, because we're enjoying each other's time. We're enjoying the experience, right? You know, I didn't do purpose walking or, or anything like that when I traveled with her. It was just, you know, enjoying each other's time, having some drinks, you know. Yes, when we got there, we were still active. We still worked out. But, you know, my point being with this is if we're traveling for work, it needs to kind of take on a mindset for most people versus just traveling. And what I'm saying for that, if you look back at a lot of our habits and a lot of the things that we do in life, we do that because that's what we've learned over time and has become a habit or a, a or lack of better terms, it's an anchor. You know, we call these anchors, right? So the anchor is the trip. Anchor is the travel, right? So for most of us growing up, when we travel, it's vacation, Right. So when you travel, you know, hey, mom and dad gets you, you know, desserts a little bit more often. Right. You get to get candy at the the gas stations or, you know, for adults, we're having drinks. Right. Because you're going on a fun trip. You're going on vacation. And I think for a lot of people, that's where they start struggling when they start having to travel for work often is those habits that were instilled in their earlier years or in their past trips come out to play. Right. They've never looked at it at a standpoint like, OK, you know, where the the quote healthy choices or, you know, hey, oh, I didn't think about that. I could get, you know, an hour walking in at the 
at the airport before my flight. Right. So I think that's a lot of, you know, where people struggle with this is because of just past experience inside the realm of traveling. Cause we've done that for leisure and for fun. Yeah. Um, and you'll see it in the airports. It's all convenience factor. You're it's, it's meant to be grab and go. Um, even the restaurants are, are pretty much grab and go, even if it's a, your normal Applebee's in the store. Um, <clears throat> but just to keep those anchor points, if I, I usually I try to work out in the mornings. Um, if I have a early flight and it just doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I I do try to implement my gym session or whatever session before flying. Um, so that way I'm not rushed when I get to the hotel and have to catch up on things and try to work out in the hotel gym because it's just not going to happen. Hundred percent. You know, so that would be the first thing I would have people, you know, kind of think about is just, you know, kind of take a step back and look at it as, hey, I'm okay if you want to have some mimosas, you want to enjoy your vacation if it's a vacation, right? I think there there has to be that balance in life. You know, it, it has to be, you know, what is the ultimate goal that we're looking at to make these adjustments? Okay. Now, with that being said, if we're traveling on a weekly basis, if we're traveling, you know, on a monthly basis, and we need to start really dialing this in because it is affecting our goals and it is affecting us achieving the goals that we have, you know, we got to look at alternatives, right? And a lot of times it's just sitting back and, and making a plan because I would argue that a lot of people, when you travel for work, to a degree, it's the same trips, right? And I got it, you know, I know that you fly to different areas. But the reality is you're probably flying out of the same airport to maybe the same connector or the same two connectors. So there is some similarity in what we're doing, right? There are some convenient stores or convenient um, gas stations that are along our route that are available. Okay, so you can start looking for better choices as you move you know, throughout this. Okay, and what I normally do. And so everybody understands this, you know, so yes, we have drill, you know, uh, once a month, but then we also have our courses that we do every quarter, you know, for the, for the military. So I'm at least traveling, you know, by car, you know, one time a month, sometimes two times a month. And of course, traveling by air, probably every other month. Um, and when I travel by car, what I've started doing is going to grocery store. Right. And I would encourage a lot of people when you travel and you're in car, um, is to look for grocery stores because a lot of times we're like, oh, we think it's so long to go to the grocery store to pick up X, Y, and Z. But you have to remember that is because generally when you go to the grocery store, you are purchasing maybe for a week or two weeks when you're home. So that's the reason that trip takes X amount of time. But if you're only going to go in and purchase for two or three days or a week, you can get in and out of a grocery store in, in I would say 10 to 15 minutes and get what you need for that week. So I've been going in and I generally stock up on um, either pre-made like turkey sandwiches or items to make turkey sandwich. That way I can um, manipulate, you know, of course, how much protein I'm using via the turkey sandwich. Um, I will make sure that, of course, I get, you know, a bottle of water um, and I look for the RTD. So the ready to drink protein shakes. Um, and, you know, once again, there's multiple ones on the market. I still think that at this current time, you know, powdered protein shakes is your best option as far as quality. But once again, in a pinch and in travel, the RTDs are a great choice, right? So the RTD just ready to drink protein shakes. So I'll stack my cooler um, up full of those. That way I have them, right? And that allows me to make better choices on the trip because I already have that those things available in the car. It's a lot quicker. It's a lot more convenient. And it saves me money because, you know, the $100 that I spend at the grocery store will last me those four or five days versus $100 if you're talking about getting multiple, 
you know, good choices at subway or gas stations, et cetera, hundred dollars doesn't last very long. No. Yeah. I mean, the air, air, anyone that flies, you can go to a convenience store and a, um, my typical, uh, if I get a protein shake and a protein bar, it's like 12, $14 just for those two items. Um, the thing that I'm, I have started to implement the last two trips is, um, and, and I should have known this, but you can just make your food and bring it with you. It's the drinks that are the problem. So you can't have any beverages going through TSA. Um, but if you like rice and chicken or eggs and toast or whatever you want, um, pack it up in a box and you put it on your carry on and bring it with you. Um, that can go through TSA. Um, that's a new way that I've saved money and also just eliminated the, the processed, uh, kind of crappy protein bars and protein drinks that are in the airport. You know, and the other thing, you know, you can do is look at your area, what restaurants are available. Okay. We, and this is why people wouldn't think that a Mexican restaurant would have good quote unquote macro friendly food, but there is a um, Mexican restaurant right off post, you know, in Frankfurt that we go to that our team does a lot of the breakfast burritos and what we do to make it a little bit more macro friendly, you know, because if you think about it, they, they come with, you know, bacon or steak, your choice of a protein, eggs and potatoes. So not that the potatoes are bad, right? But for most of us, you know, removing the potatoes and asking for extra egg helps with the macros, right? Because it provides a little bit more protein, you know, it takes away the potato carbohydrate, but you're getting plenty of carbohydrate in your floured uh, uh, tortilla that they come in. So we'll do that. And these are relatively inexpensive, looking at six to $8, you know, per breakfast burrito. Um, so we could do half, you know, half of those with a protein shake and get, you know, basically your breakfast and your lunch in at a really inexpensive way. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm not saying, you know, to the listener like, hey, you need to find a breakfast burrito place. But what I'm saying is if you're traveling to the same area, look and see what is in that area so that you can have your go tos that, you, OK, I know I can get this there. And that just becomes what you get in that area. And Reno, that's no different. I've always done that. Like, I don't look a lot of times at, as you said, recipes. I don't, <laughs> I don't look a lot of times at the menu. There we go. When I go to certain places, because if we're going to a certain place, I already know what I'm getting there. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Done, yeah, so I have these go-tos that I know, like, all right, if we're eating at Chipotle, we're eating at Chick-fil-A, we're eating X, Y, and Z. I know what I'm getting there. Right. So it's just automatic. So, boom, I go there and get it and I don't have to, to think about it. And that's what that just comes with the, the the thought process of backing up, really planning it out based on where you're going to be and then making those decisions ahead of time. Yeah. And and again, at the Chipotle's, at the Qdoba's, at the Mexican restaurants, um, I mean, even if you have a Whole Foods near you, just go in there and order just a full thing of chicken. If you go to Chipotle, just like, hey, I want a bowl full of just chicken. That's it. It might cost you $25. It seems a lot in the beginning, but that bowl of chicken is going to last you, I don't know, what, two meals, yeah. two days. Um, and then you just got to buy those ready rice or whatever you want to use for your carb source. Um, and you're saving hundreds of dollars. And it's just going to you making the the conscious effort. Right. And I get it with when this journey, this health journey and this eating well is new. A lot of us, these are obstacles, right? And I had a conversation with someone today on the app when I was walking this morning. I'm like, hey, you know, we really got to think of these things as obstacles and how to work around them and work through them versus letting it be excuse, right? Oh, I'm traveling. I can't eat good. There's nothing in the airport that is good. That is not true. That is just you listening to that 
you know, quote unquote, bitch voice in your on your shoulder saying, okay, hey, you know, you don't need to eat good. There's nothing here. Choose something bad. No, there is. But I understand where that's coming from. That is coming from just deep roots, habits, or what we call anchors, you know, that are put into place. Okay. Now, any other tips that you can you know, think about when traveling? I love the idea you mentioned early meal prep, you know, going to the grocery store, you know, pre-planning, taking stuff with you. I love that idea. You know, we touched on ready to drink protein shakes. You know, we touched on, you know, looking at your environment, knowing your area so you can have your go-tos. Anything else that we're missing there that you think we could add to this list? Um, really just don't go to the airport hungry is a big thing. Don't go to the airport hungry. Um, bring buy a snack at the airport or like a protein drink protein uh, bar at the airport so that way when you land because it's going to be an hour hour and a half when you get your vehicle and drive to your hotel um don't be hungry there either because that's when you're going to make your mistakes so those are that's probably my biggest thing in the whole category is don't show up hungry and don't leave the airport hungry i love it same thing going to like an event we always say hey drink a protein shake before you go because most events there's going to be food it's just the the protein foods may be lacking okay so just to recap, guys, you know, a lot of us are, are, you know, making choices on our travel just based on what we call anchors or based on habits, right? Because a lot of times when we travel early in our life or early in our adult life, it is for vacations, not necessarily for work. As you start transitioning more into your work travel, you know, then unfortunately we fall back to those habits and the things that we've done, you know, over the years. Okay. So make sure that you're trying to meal prep or go to the grocery store, which is one in the same, but you guys can get it, just different approaches there. The main goal there is you're having food readily available. Um, you can also look at the RTDs, which is the ready to drink protein shakes, which most gas stations now have. You just gotta find one that works for you. I'm a Fairlife fan. Uh, I know some people like, like Fairlife, they like different ones, but once again, find what works for you in those um, those areas. And I will admit, I drink a lot more shakes when I travel than I do when I'm consistently out. You know, usually when I'm home, I'm a post-workout shake, you know, Formula One. When I travel, I am a couple of Fairlice plus the post-workout shake, right? Just it, it helps me hit my numbers, helps me keep that cost down. Um, and then look at your trends. And what I mean by that is the trends of what you do, but also what is in and around you. What restaurants are there? Where can you go out and pick good choices? And then have those go-tos, whether it be a convenience store, whether it be a gas station, where it be the airport, no places you can go in those areas and get the macro-friendly meals that is going to help you hit your macros to achieve your goals. Yep, absolutely. Awesome, guys. Well, we appreciate it, bringing this topic in. Got a couple more things coming down the pipeline. We're going to talk about why the journal is so important. And what's cool about this one is uh, we're going to talk about all aspects because, you know, I've seen both ends of the spectrum when it comes to the journal. I had a lot of people message me and be like, Jeremy, I'm going to track for life. And I never thought about that. Some people like tracking. So tune in for our next episode. We're going to talk about why the journaling is so important. While some people only do it short term, short term, other people might want to do it the rest of their life. Hope you guys have a great day. And once again, we appreciate you listening. If you do have any questions, please reach out to us. See you.